on this week's episode. Glittering Hour goes virtual and it's so shiny. Visit Orlando gives out real numbers on impact. We chat with Sarah Solomon Dowden. And find out how you can win a $50 gift card for your Zoom background. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Zoom in four different locations. This is episode 48. So let's start with our uh, our guest here. Joe, where are you coming from on Zoom? Reporting live from Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse on International Drive. Yes, and we're not in person, obviously, but we can see her restaurant in the background. And we can see the dining room and I think that's where the happy hours I'm not take lying. place. This is happening. Yes. It looks like Selena's in Palm Springs. Yeah, if you look at the current background that I'm using, that is what you would assume. However, we all know I'm in my tiny one-bedroom apartment. Is the bunny nearby? He is. He lives right behind me, but you can't see him right now. You can't see him. And Sarah. Sarah's our uh, our guest today. Where are you at? I am in Kissimmee, Florida, in the comfort of my home, and I'm in one of my bedrooms upstairs. There's like a messy bed over here that has not been made in probably a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's a miracle Um, of camera angles, huh? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm very strategic with where my camera is placed, and then I've got this little backdrop behind me since my husband's a photographer, and we have turned our home into a makeshift studio while we're quarantined. All right. So if you're for, if you're joining us for the first time, we are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that make up Orlando's meeting and events industry. Uh, we bring you the available jobs, we cover the breaking news, and we chat with industry professionals like Sarah about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on our SoundCloud page, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And you can also keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for swag and repeat. All right. I am one of your three hosts, Dave Buckaloo. Joining me as always is Selena Molinax and Joe Essential Truitt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting used to that essential name tag there? I'm getting I'm getting way too used to it. Somebody actually said essentially the other day and I turned around and then I had to slap myself and <laughs> try and figure out why I reacted to that. All right. And we've got Sarah Solomon Dowden of Solomon Productions, also the face behind MPI TV and every all every position I think at Global MPI. And she's also your incoming MPI Orlando president. Say hi, Sarah. Hi everyone, and thanks for having me on. Can Joe, can you say swag and repeat again the way you do? Swag and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> so excited to be on. Uh, <laughs> We're going to change that to ringtone so every time I call, that's all you hear. Please. Uh, that would be fantastic. All right. So we always start each show with a question of the week, and we will do that again here. So what is the one thing or one event in April that you are planning to attend, do, or participate in that is no longer happening that you will miss the most? We'll start with you, Joe. I mean, I feel like I'm going to take the ringer because there's so much work put into it by so many people, but I was really looking forward to Exploria Stadium and and being at GMID on April 14th with the uh, MPI chapter. I probably stole yours, Dave, because that was kind of your your baby there. Nope. Um, But uh, that was definitely... (laughs) I figured you'd go with that, so I I have something else, so don't worry. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I think I still have some some gifts in my back seat as to what we were planning to... uh, give some of the attendees there so uh, i get reminded of it every time i get into my car but it's a sad moment but we understand the situation and look forward to the pivot of what we're going to be doing there you go what about you selena i mean i had a lot of events for may and june that i was really looking forward to that i hope are still happening but for april i guess the first one that comes to mind is um 
glittering hour at Rosizio Grill. That was going to be my first time actually having a meeting or event there. And it's not anymore. Uh, we did do virtual glittering hour last week. So maybe that could be a thing. Yeah, looking forward to talking about that. How about you, Sarah? Well, Joe stole mine, the GMED for our MPI Greater Orlando chapter. I just, it breaks my heart because, you know, I, I know how hard Dave and, and Nicole on the education committee, you guys have been working and just the whole chapter really has been working towards this event and making it really grandioso and special. And we had some great guests lined up. So, um, and then I did, I was able to do a walkthrough at Exploria Stadium, like just a few weeks before we had to cancel. So it just makes me sad to know that we, you know, won't be experiencing that. But as Joe so eloquently said, you know, I'm excited to see the pivot and what we do next. So, and then of course, all of my client events that I was, I mean, I, I was barely going to be home really in April. So it makes me sad to know that here I am and none of our events are taking place. Yeah. That's gotta be weird for you to be home so much. I mean, a person that's always on the it's road. super <laughs> weird. All it right. is super weird. Yeah. All right. So obviously I was going to miss that event, but I think my other big event, I actually had two huge events going on that I was helping to plan. And one was the Soto Beer Festival was going to take place on April 25th. And now that can't take place. And Sarah, I know you're a big beer fan, so I don't know if you're planning to go to the event, but I think you would have been proud of it because we had a lot of great Orlando breweries coming and it was you know, time to shine. And now we'll have to postpone that hopefully to the fall. Definitely right. postpone it. Don't cancel. Okay. Oh, Cause yeah. I will attend. Good. Okay. All right. I'll send you that personal invite. All right. So uh, moving okay. on, uh, let's talk about a couple of events. Wait, Dave. Yeah. I can only imagine that you're so upset that you won't be meeting with the advisory board. Yeah. You know, we actually tried a virtual call and I forgot to jump on it. So <laughs> 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 we're not, we're not good at that kind of stuff. We need to meet in person <laughs> to really give advice. All right. Well, moving on to some of you'll all be together. We will. We will. Happy hour will return for real. All right, so some of the events that we had last week, Selena hosted her Glittering Hour, and it took place on April 1st, and it was done via Google Hangouts. Selena, you want to give us a recap of how that went? Sure. So Emily Smith asked that I do a virtual Glittering Hour, and even though the concept is always typically to be around a table, um, that can't happen now. So I like how so many people showed up and were in the conversation. Um, we had 25 and then there was comments of people that couldn't get on. So I didn't realize I tried Google Hangouts this time thinking it had a larger cap than maybe Zoom. Um, and apparently 25 was the cap. So now I've researched other platforms that we can use, but it was a great conversation. Um, great just to see everybody's face and to talk about how we can manage relationships now with our vendors and our clients. Yeah, was, I really liked the hangout. Yeah, it was really good to see a lot of people that you haven't seen in a couple of weeks and people definitely participated and it was just, it was a fun new format to, I guess, keep the glittering hour going. All right. We also had, uh, Selena actually attended Shannon Rodriguez's mini masterclass. How did that go? Yeah. So that was actually on the same day and it was Shannon Rodriguez and also Julie DeStefano Walker. Um, they're doing this thing now where they're speaking together and it was a mini masterclass. It was 40 minutes total because it was a free zoom and, uh, it was the same topic again. So it was about, um, retaining the clients that you work so hard to get and retaining those relationships. And they had really well thought out ideas and plans and 
you know, if you know Julie, she's known for being weird. So, um, you know, her thing is all about go on Snapchat or do videos or wear a bow, have a signature thing that's you. So one of the questions they asked before, they had sent out a survey before and then they sent out a survey after, which I thought was very professional. And one of the questions they asked of us is, what is your thing? What is your trademark thing that's you? What do people know you for? What's your je ne sais quoi? Um, and that's why I asked to you, Joe and Dave, to help me out with that. And although everyone says for me it's about connecting and networking, um, another idea that came up for me is glitter because of the glittering hour. Um, so basically trying to make that my thing. And so when people think of me, they think of sparkle and shine and glitter and something. Twinkle. So think about that for you, for yourself <laughs> and for your clients and, you know, use that. So for example, when I send thank you cards right now, mine are just professional, but they could have glitter on them because that's my thing, you know. That would be fun to get a card from you, open it, and then the glitter will be all over the place. Okay, so people have warned me against that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving on, we uh, we have uh, birthdays. I want to wish a happy birthday to Nicole Alley uh, on the MPI board, as well as uh, past guest Jason Lemon and Yolanda Hughes. Also, Ann Taylor is having a birthday on Thursday, and Heidi Brumbach will have one on Sunday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, everyone. Happy birthday. All right, and we have a Michelle Brooks corner, and we don't have much of an update from her, but Joe, you do have something, right? Well, I talked to her yesterday. I gave her a call because I was asking her about some Ilya stuff, and I said, you know, I need an update for the corner, and she said, I am like three or four weeks behind on swag and repeat. I can't believe it. So I, we had to call her out on that because she's our agent. She has her own corner, but she's behind. So hopefully she'll find some time in her schedule this week to get up to date on um, all, of the, all of there is in the Swag and Repeat podcast. Uh, but she did say that her corner is not lively currently, but I disagree. I feel like every time I, I log into a Zoom account, she's there. Uh, so she's definitely out there doing her thing um, and still studying for the CMP and making making her name so i think her corner is more exciting than she thinks it is yeah speaking of the cmp so how will that work will it go to like an online test format well currently um the testing center is closed through april 30th and they will update us closer probably the next couple of weeks about anything that's in may so like i have a scheduled date in may but if they close the center then they'll do you can transfer to the August dates without any fees, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they'll have to push everything to August, which is good for some people to be able to like more time in and, and studying. But for me, like August would be my last chance to do it. So I don't know how that would all work. So there's just a lot of questions in the air. We're hoping that everything is as usual and we can take it in May. But if not, we will figure it out. So Michelle, start listening and uh, we'll keep calling you out every week until you do start listening again. All right, so moving yeah. on, to, <laughs> moving on to uh, in the biz, we have Florida woman Carolyn Durant is making masks. Lena, you know all about this, right? Sure. <laughs> uh, so Carolyn Durant, she has a company that we mentioned before on this podcast, where she makes baby blankets and onesies uh, with her mom, and I believe that's where she's getting the material. Let me know if I'm wrong, but she is now making masks. Um, she's never made them before. She just decided it's her way of helping out. Um, she taught herself how to make them and now she's doing it and yeah she was looking for elastic but now instead of elastic she's just using like ties or ribbons or you know more fabric to tie it on and they're not surgical obviously they're not professional 
by any means, but they're, they're beautiful. And if you need one, she is kind enough to send them out, ship them for free and to give them out for free. All right. And then visit Orlando sent out an email this week or actually last week with some of the numbers uh, that go behind our coronavirus outbreak. And we wanted to kind of go through this and, and give everyone a little bit of an update of what George Orgel and the team at Visit Orlando is saying. One of the things they did highlight is the amount of business that was lost and then rebooked. There were 36 groups that were impacted by the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, 15 of them, they were able to reschedule and meet later, which represents about 204,000 attendees. But they lost 21 groups that have canceled altogether, meaning we've lost 235,000 attendees, which also represents $555 million in economic impact. Big number that I thought might be of, of most concern to us was the GDP. They expect the GDP to drop 9% in quarter one, and then quarter two, they expect it to drop 34%, which is the most it's dropped ever since World War II. But then they predict that it will go back up 19% in quarter three. We're obviously, I mean, no one's surprised there. We're going to see some declines, but they're really uh, hoping for that recovery in quarter three. So I'm ready to get back to work. I don't know about you guys. So hopefully uh, July 1st, <laughs> we're, uh, we're burning and maybe we have a really good summer. They also uh, talked about the unemployment rate and the unemployment numbers. And they're expecting to lose 5.9 million jobs uh, in travel. Uh, and then locally, we have 463,000 employees, but that would represent we'd lose 171,000 jobs, which is also 15% of the total in, um, total employment in the area. So those are some of the numbers that came from Visit Orlando, and they send out this weekly email. I think they call it Destination Update, um, where you can get those numbers if you want to read through the full uh, press briefing. I also thought um, it was cool that they... So we talked about last week that Visit Orlando did their visitorlando.com backslash to go, um, which is Kind of like when they do magical dining and they start the website so you can find all of the venues in one spot just to make it easier for all of our um, community. But they started Orlando to go and they have 263 locations offering takeout or delivery. So keeping in mind, magical dining is like 120 um, locations. So with 263 being featured within this uh, campaign, that's an amazing way that they're trying to help all of those um, that are offering those services right now. I will also say, I'll also say that I love, I, I think Visit Orlando is doing a really good job at communicating every single week, you know, offering resources in general. So whether it is the to-go campaign or it, even if it's just like financial assistance or, you know, things for your mental health, just to kind of keep you active and healthy. I mean, they're just doing such a good job at sending out these emails every week and breaking it out into these different categories to keep people sane. So kudos to them for keeping our community, you know. Great. Absolutely. So Sarah, I do want to ask you, because it looks like MPI has, the Florida chapters have combined forces and they're going to do a GMID week. Yeah, so so here's the thing, right? So GMID, April 14th, what was supposed to be our, our industry-wide global meetings industry day, um, is being postponed and there's no official date yet. It's, it's, we're looking at sometime in the fall. I think we're, you know, we're just waiting to see what happens with the virus and how it comes together by then, but it is going to be officially postponed to the fall. What is happening on April 14th with different organizations, MPI Global included, is they're doing a day of unity where they're still providing content virtually. Now, for our MPI Florida chapters, what we're looking to do is come together as the four chapters uniting together and still providing some form of content from our different events that were supposed to take place over the next couple of months. There's no official date or dates 
yet that we have put on the calendar. But right now we're kind of in the planning process where we're looking at content, submitting the content by next week, really, to start filtering and, and putting together the agenda for what that's going to look like as a united front. Look out for that. We are going to do something around, um, I'm going to call it a day of unity. I don't want to call it GMID because we are going to still be able to have our own GMID later on in the year. So our Florida chapters are going to come together and do something to unite our state and get everyone on the same page virtually. That's exciting. Thanks uh, Thanks for sharing with that, that with us. So we wanted to move on to an, a venue that is closing. And this is one that uh, Selena was one of her favorite venues. You want to tell us about that Whirly Dome, Selena? Sure. Yeah. So Whirly Dome is on International Drive. It was a family-owned venue that is permanently closing due to the effects of COVID. It was a really fun place. They had arcade games on the left, a bar on the right. When you walked in, it was Whirly Ball. If you've never played the sport, Whirly Ball, it's super fun. Um, You're kind of on a go-kart playing lacrosse and basketball combined. That's a good way to, to describe it. A go car. I don't know. But yeah, it was really a bumper fun. car. And then bumper car. Thank you. And then above it, the venue had a second floor and they had laser tag. It was super fun. It was a great place for team building, for companies to go to, for locals. And it's sad to see it closed. I don't know what's going to happen with the venue. I don't know maybe if like new management could just take over because I love the place. So, Joe, can you tell us a little bit about their marketing campaign? I love Whirly Dome because for someone of my stature to be able to compete against someone Dave's stature in a basketball competition, this was really the only place that I could go to have a fair playing field because everyone is sitting down, which I'm probably the same height if I'm sitting or standing, but that's not the point. I did enjoy a outing. I believe it was Visit Orlando circa 2012 when they hosted a member uh, meet up there. Myself and one of my uh, friends, Monique, we were very active in the Whirly Dome game, and um, there's photographer there, all of these things. A couple weeks later, I get posted or I get tagged on Facebook, and it's like, wow, you're famous. And I was like, well, yes, but why? And it's because Whirly Dome used my photo for their marketing campaign for a good like four or five months. Unbeknownst to me, I did not sign anything, but I can understand how that could get more traffic into the Whirly Dome world. So I'm glad I could do my part. Maybe if they post my my photo again, we might be able to get this thing up and running. I don't know. I will. I volunteer. Yes, you do have the permission at this time to use that photo. We've got to find that and post I'll that. I'll see if I can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We want to give a congratulations to uh, C. Revis of uh, Paragon for celebrating seven years with them. Uh, she also helps out the MPI Orlando chapter. And then we also want to congratulate. <laughs> <laughs> and then also Heidi Brumbex uh, celebrating 21 years of Techniche Creative being open. And I assume it's 21 years that she's been there as well. So congratulations to them yeah. both. They have done these member spotlights, and they are friends of the podcast. Crow was featured in one of them this week, as well as Lo and Behold. If you get their emails, you might want to check that out and find out more about their businesses. We also want to talk about a PPN. They are actually doing their virtually yeah, today. Yeah, it's a monthly meeting. Yeah, we're, we're doing this before, or we're recording before the PPN meeting, but uh, they are switching to a virtual format. Do you know what the, the topic is or, or anything about that event? I don't believe so, because we're recording before, but I'll definitely attend and update the week after. All right. Yeah. All three of us, I think, will be on there. All right. And then the highlight of the show is we have Sarah Solomon Dowden here. So, Sarah. Yeah. 
Looks like Joe is writing down question after question there. So Joe, do you want to kick it oh, off and no. <laughs> start it with Sarah? Yeah. Okay. So for me, I'm excited with Sarah coming on board as the um, upcoming president of MPI. Um, I'll be able to work right beside her as president-elect. So I'm excited for that partnership for the two of us. Sarah, what are some ideas that you have for the chapter going into next year? So, well, one, I'm super excited to have you as my PE. I think we're going to kick some booty. So that is going to be awesome. And having Selena back on the board is going to be great. Dave, you already know Sorry, how to FOMO, We're going to talk major. about this again. Yeah, we're going to talk about this again at a later date. But, um, you know, it's such an interesting question because if you had asked me like two, three months ago, my answer would be very different because I feel like COVID has just thrown a wrench into so much, especially our industry. So yeah. as incoming president, you know, it's a little bittersweet because it's, it's sweet because I am excited to have our community come back together and hopefully be back to normal business by July when my term begins. And at that point, I think it's going to be just my goal is, is to unite us and also rebuilding together. So many of us within our Orlando, you, Dave, you were mentioning some of the unemployment um, rates in, in the Orlando community and the travel industry. It just, it breaks my heart. And I think a lot of our members and non-members are going to need our support as leaders. And that goes way beyond me as, as, as a title of, of being a president. I think it's just all of us are going to have to come together and lend a hand to our fellow hospitality friends and colleagues that have been laid off or have been furloughed and are trying to just find their new path and their new direction when things do go back to normal. So my goals have completely shifted because now I feel like given the times that we're in, it's just leading with compassion. You know, I think that's all I, I can do at that point and just making sure that everyone understands their value on the board and what they're going to be bringing to the table as far as being that lending hand or that listening ear to our members that are going to need it most. That's really my goal going into next year now is just to do a pulse check with our members and make sure that everyone is is okay. You know, and it, it's we're kind of I keep saying to everyone that I'm talking to, I'm like, we're back to the basics. Like we are back to a foundation of humanity that we have not had to dabble in in a very long time. The bittersweet part, you know, it's bitter because you see so many people hurting, but it's also sweet because they think out of tragedy, we're all going to unite and be stronger and be better and also have a greater appreciation for our industry overall. I know for me, I, you know, I travel so much and I sometimes would complain about, oh, I have to pack another bag or, oh, I need to go spend three days in, you know, San Diego or, or whatever it is. And now I'm, I'm itching to go back and do that. And I can't wait to it's hug crazy. people and How yeah, quick you hug miss people it. and just, it's, tr it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I can't wait to like, actually hug you guys you know what I mean it's like that's what I mean by back to basics it's it's, it's just it, we're in a completely uncharted territory and that's why my goals have changed can you give us a little bit of your background like how did you get into this industry you know where did you start when did you start and, and a little bit about your company as well yeah so I um, have been in the industry for about 10 years I was working for a different production company for about four and a half years that kind of introduced me to this event space my background is actually in broadcast journalism. I went to school for that. I worked in radio. I worked in news and, and all of that stuff. And then I kind of found my path into the events world through this other production company. Um, I was there for four and a half years, small business, great company. And then after a while, I just started to feel like the company culture changed and I became unhappy. And for those that know me well, I'm, I'm never an unhappy person and I'm a workaholic. So it's a, it was a very strange place for me to 
live and breathe. And I found myself becoming a little bit depressed, which was not in my norm. So um, I had two decisions to make, right? I could either uh, quit and go work for someone else or quit and start my own company. Luckily, I have a father who's a business owner as himself. And I grew up around his mindset and just watching him work for himself and, and all of those great things. So I decided to take a leap of faith start Solomon Productions. And I told myself, if this doesn't work, it's okay. Corporate America isn't going anywhere. I can find a job. I'm smart. I'm talented. I, I know I can figure it out, right? So started Solomon Productions. I had no intentions on staying in our industry, to be quite honest. And then the power of relationships, which Selena alluded to before, she's like the networker and, and connector. Um, the power of those relationships are what brought me back into the meetings and events industry. And I'm so grateful for that because I, I am so passionate about this industry. Um, here I am five years later with Solomon Productions, which is a video content creation marketing company that services our industry, working mostly with associations for the most part, which is why we travel so much because we go to meetings and events all over the world, essentially to do video content. But we also work with businesses and you know all, all kinds of people, but our bread and butter is the events space. Best decision I ever made, no regrets. And you know I um, am extremely challenged during this time with COVID and trying to be creative and pivot and all of those things, but I'm still so blessed and grateful for the team I've been able to keep and, and build and then also for future. Talking about the pivot before we had started in our, our pre-interview, you had mentioned how you've changed directions and you have a new type of client for next week. You want to tell us a little bit about that and, and where you're going with, with Solomon Productions? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So it's interesting because every week we keep talking about virtual and all these events that are taking place virtually. Well, a lot of our face-to-face -face events have had to cancel or postpone. What we want to educate planners on is that you don't necessarily have to fully cancel your event. You can try to maintain some of that revenue that you were going to generate from your face-to-face -face meeting and move it into a virtual space. I tasked my team, bless their hearts, to come up with technology platforms, you know, be creative with how we were going to start offering not only a virtual platform where it's just the technology, but the full experience. So from event design to customization to really rebuilding what an event experience should look and feel like online. In addition, partnerships are incredibly important right now. And I have been able to cultivate my partnerships that have already been existing with different companies, including Dahlia Plus Agency, which is um, Dahlia Elgazar is the founder of that, and she's phenomenal. So her and I have established a really, really even stronger partnership with the times that we're in now to offer virtual events. So next week, we are kicking things off with um, a four-day event that's taking place that was supposed to happen in McLean, Virginia, um, and now is happening online. So our team is behind the production and, and responsible for making the seminars occur and happen and, and all of those good things. So what's really neat about all of this for me and what I'm most proud of is just seeing how my team has embraced it. And they're up for the challenge. They're rolling their sleeves. They're doing things that are outside of their norm and they're figuring it out, which 
for me makes me feel like a little bit of a proud mama. You know, I'm a proud yeah. mama bear right now. All right. I've noticed that in the uh, the last couple of years, you've done a lot of volunteering and a lot of ways maybe to get more exposure, volunteering your services or being on a board of different associations and different groups. Can you talk about how that strategy has helped grow your business? So I'll start by saying that I never went into volunteering because I wanted to earn more business. I figured that would just kind of happen, right? Like I figured that would come with the territory because you build those connections as you volunteer. For me, it was more so about enhancing my network and hanging out with people that are smarter than me, that are doing things that I want to learn more about. I'm able to do that when I volunteer my time. Like I was able to meet all of you through volunteering. I don't know that we'd have a relationship if we weren't volunteering our time and committing our time to MPI Orlando, for example. So these are just some examples of how, you know, you can build your network through volunteering. In addition, I, as a young leader in the industry or a, a younger leader, I'm no longer the youngest, which is awesome. Um, it's been really interesting to I hear young people always saying, well, I want a seat at the table. I want a seat at the table. Well, ask for it, you know, and just go for it. So what I've done is I've applied for positions that I didn't think I would get through MPI Global, for example, serving on the Global Board of Trustees with the MPI Foundation, and they gave me a seat at the table. So it's, and now I'm, I'm at these tables where there are leaders in our industry that I have met through my volunteer work that I would have never necessarily been able to pick their brains or hear how they do business or so on and so forth if I didn't take that risk and apply for that position. So I think the impact of volunteering is so much greater than any one of us realize. Um, and I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I've always wanted to volunteer or be on a board, start locally, you know, figure it out. Lo volunteer for MPI Orlando if you're in our community or Tampa, if you're in that community or whatever that looks like for you. And then don't be afraid to take that next step and that leap of going global, you know, and, and just making sure that your brand is always in the forefront. And also it shows that you really do care about the industry. It's not about me. It's not about the, my company, but it's also my way of giving back to our members within Orlando, you know, so I, yes, I volunteer our services through Salmon Productions because I know that it makes a difference. It makes an impact on how we are able to communicate our greater message through our video content. All of these things have definitely changed um, the course of my career tenfold, but also as a personal and a professional development standpoint, I'm, I'm a totally different person from my volunteer work that I've done. So Sarah, you obviously have a very full plate for, for most of the year other than you know what's going on right now, but um, let's talk personal, like you were just saying, what's something that you're picking up now that you didn't think that you, whatever we doing and that you're so in love with? And I already know the answer and I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> okay, so this is completely out of my norm, right? I'm such a girly girl, I'm like, oh my God. So this past weekend while we're in quarantine, I decided to make my little trip to Lowe's and I, <laughs> yeah, which I totally don't belong. Everyone looks at me there like the, the God bless those workers at Lowe's or how the other like- can we help you find something? <laughs> yeah, they're like, why are you in a dress and heels? walking through Lowe's like what are you doing you must be lost so I decided to pick up gardening and kind of like landscaping and, and all of those things um we moved into a house my husband and I it's almost been a year now and I've always like we have you know uh, lawn service and stuff but I've always wanted to 
um, have a prettier yard and we had mulch and all of that stuff. And it, you know, I just, I've always wanted it to change and I was going to pay someone to do that. And then I realized, well, we're here in quarantine and I want to be outdoors. I want to be outside, but I also want to be respectful and not be like roaming around the streets and, you know, going all these places and what have you. So made my trip to Lowe's, came right back home and I just started digging dirt and I started planting flowers and I planted a little tree. I mean, it's like unbelievable what I was able to do this weekend. And I, every morning I go out there and I water my plants. Now I've become that lady. And David, my <laughs> husband's like, Oh, you're like really serious about this. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm all in. This is a new hobby. And I, I enjoyed it so much. It was so therapeutic to be outside and to just have your mind busy with other things. I had my music blasting. It was just, it was such a good feeling. Change so of pace. I think definitely change of pace. Now I can't guarantee that my flowers are going to survive through my travels when things <laughs> pick back up. I need to come up with a strategy because I don't think my husband's going to take care of any plants on my behalf. Um, he's already taking care of our dogs. <laughs> so um, we'll see what happens. But it, it's been such a cool hobby that I picked up and I would have never gone into should we have not been in this crazy situation. So I guess that's a silver lining. It's definitely good to hear that you're happy about that and looking forward to the weekend for that reason alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to be back out there, pulling up my sleeves, getting down and dirty. She has, her, she has her little hat and her little gloves. She's ready to go. <laughs> oh my God. Can I just tell you about my gloves real quick? Yes. I need yeah. new gloves. I need new gloves already because I was like, all in there and my gloves already have holes in them i got you i have a pair for you thank you i do thank you um, everyone's gonna be sending your gloves i know the florist that we partner with here at del frisco is um, michelle lewis she's a bluegrass she she actually dropped off like four or five sets of gloves this is maybe a few months ago um as like kind of like a little marketing campaign like let's grow together type thing and so i have an extra pair in my garage and i will bring those over to you sarah so then maybe I'll just order takeout from Del Frisco's and then it'll just be this set of gloves. Perfect. Yes. Done deal. Yes. Done deal. Some Synergy right giving there. giving away toilet paper. I have gardening gloves. So. <laughs> Add it to the grocery list. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Exactly. Selena, anything for Sarah? I have a million questions for Sarah. Uh, if you don't know her, you should find her. So on that note, where can people find you? Um. So I am pretty active on social media. So Instagram, my handle is just my name, Sarah Solomon Dodden. And then I'm also on Facebook under Sarah Solomon Dodden. And then same deal with LinkedIn. So I try to keep it consistent on all my social media platforms. So just type my name in and you can find me that way. Or if you have any questions about the industry or about MPI or anything, you can also shoot me an email. And my email is Sarah at SolomonProductions.com. I must say your Instagram uh, abilities are very impressive. I think you're. Oh, thank you, thank you, very, Dave. Surprised with how busy you are, how active you're able to keep up with that. I'm, I'm just impressed. And then something yeah. else that I don't think we even mentioned is your speaking debuts and speaking section of another company you have with Courtney. Stanley? Yeah, so Courtney is one of my best friends in the industry. Courtney Stanley, she is a phenomenal woman. I love her so much, and. Her and I have been championing a lot of the conversation around sexual harassment in our industry. So we together have sort of launched the hashtag meetings to movement and have been speaking about that quite a bit around the industry. So at 
events like WEC, for example, and within different MPI chapters around the country. So it's been really neat to see that conversation develop and continue to blossom into what it's become um, and the impact of that and how both planners and suppliers are now thinking about harassment when they're talking about safety and security, the umbrella of safety and security for their attendees. So that's been a really neat thing that we've um, been able to accomplish together. So being able to take the stage with one of your best friends and to make an impact is such a good feeling. And then, of course, we we are very passionate about women's issues. So just things that we can do and, and topics that we can talk about that inspire women, empower women, and just give them the right mindset to go out there and do whatever it is that they desire. I think that's just, that's always been a passion of mine and of hers. So being able to combine those efforts and um, give that back to the industry has been really cool and also very rewarding. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you again for coming on and and your thoughts. And we appreciate that. And we do have a couple of events we want to talk about that are going on this week. So if you can stick around for that. The first one is the Imprint Group is doing an event industry town hall on April 7th. That's Tuesday, four o'clock Eastern time. Nace is doing a coffee talk. I guess, or coffee, no, coffee with the board. Is that correct, Selena? Yes, it's coffee with the board. Yeah, so um, it's going to be on Zoom. Anybody can register and attend. There is no cost. If you do attend the meeting, you are entered into a raffle to win a free monthly chapter meeting in the future when those do come back. And besides the board that will be there and everybody in the industry who can attend, we'll also be joined by Karen Tucker, who is the NACE National CLC Chair. So she can answer any additional questions people may have on a national level. Do you know anything about this ILEA webinar? Yes, I do plan to attend it. So um, ILEA is having a webinar. This is not just ILEA Orlando. It's a spotlight series on Hello Florida or just Hello DMC. Um, Their creative experts across the country are going to come together and talk about life before Hello and how their paths led them to where they are. So um, on the Zoom, say it's a Zoom because most of them are, it is. Um, It is going to be Molly Hoyt from DC, Danny Trujillo from Arizona, Kathleen Michael from South Florida, and it'll be moderated by Vanessa Lopez, who's also from South Florida. And do you know when that is? It is Thursday? No, it's Wednesday, April 8th from 1 to 2 on Zoom, and it should be free for anyone, I think. I'm a member, so I don't think it's just a member benefit. Very cool. And then the CFWA has an event called Habits of Highly Successful Event Pros that's taking place April 7th. That one you do have to be a member for, right, Selena? So it's free for members, but if you're not a member, I think it's maybe $15 or $20 for a late fee. Gotcha. Okay. And then the final event is HSMAI. They are doing a virtual event on April 8th. Do you know the topic for that one? I don't know if there's a topic. I think it's just wine. That's my favorite topic. Yeah. (laughs) We could talk about that. Absolutely. All right. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, We want to thank Sarah Solomon Dowden of Solomon Productions again for joining us, giving us some great insight. One of the guests that we have coming up next week, we have Ashley Germano of American Social. She'll be on on our April 13th episode. And then we have Debbie uh, Andrews of Party Planners Network will be on April 20th. Uh, so again, can the- I throw something in here? Yes, you sure can. Yeah. So I, I looked up the wine and Zoom for HSMAI just to make sure it is about wine. So it says it's their first annual wine and Zoom. So I guess it's going to be an annual event now. Um, it's free and fun. And it says <laughs> there's going to be a $50 gift card to the best background. So oh, that's new. That's fun. That's a good way to go. It is fun already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again. You guys have a great week. Sarah, appreciate you coming on. Thank you.
Thank you. Have a good week, everybody. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.